This episode is sponsored by AbleNow. Tax advantage savings accounts for eligible individuals with disabilities. Ready to learn more about Able accounts? With AbleNow's live webinars and other online educational resources, you'll discover the advantages of Able accounts and the National AbleNow program. Learn directly from experts who can answer your questions about this groundbreaking financial tool that's available to eligible Americans with disabilities in all 50 states. Register for an upcoming webinar and learn more about AbleNow accounts at ablenow.com. Hi, I'm Emily Ledow. And I'm Kyle Kajadorian. And you're listening to another episode of The Accessible Stall. I know what we're going to talk about today, Emily. We definitely didn't do this. Why don't you tell them? <laughs> well, you see, what had happened was uh, we recorded most of an episode. It took us 15 minutes to get to the point anyway. Then something happened with Kyle unplugging his microphone. Is that what happened? I This microphone cable is like so... If you could see like how not connected to anything this microphone is, it's hanging on for dear life by a thread. And I brushed it with my hand because I was gesticulating. And uh, that was enough for it to uh, break. So Now, this might be an opportunity to say... Have you considered supporting the accessible stall on Patreon yeah, so that because Kyle just can get a one dollar a month? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Ensures that this guy can buy a new microphone, and also that all episodes of the accessible stall remain what accessible. That's oh, air sound effects. Anyway, the episode that we just tried to record was initially about the fact that there are things that are technically funny when disabled people talk about them amongst themselves but non-disabled people just find horrifying 15 minutes into the episode kyle finally makes the point that i actually think i wanted to make and couldn't really think of it which is just that disabled people need to be comfortable with the uncomfortable so you were gonna make a good point before we got cut off do you remember what it is we can just start with that i was gonna say that we tend to be chronic oversharers. We all disabled people. I only speak for myself. She only speaks for herself. But I know a lot of disabled people, and I Hold am on, disabled. Hold on, is that people. not ironic that you said I only speak yes. for myself, but you were speaking for me? I knew you were going to say. It. I I saw that from a mile away. <laughs> I, I the second I I heard you say that in my thought, I heard it coming out of my mouth. I it was like a a sniper. And and it was deserved because I that was well, really I just funny. want to be so clear. I just want to be so clear. I don't actually care. I just no. I know. I I know. It was funny. I but like I just walked right into that. That was ableist. I'm sure it was. I can't walk. Well, I walked into it. I said, no, I it's walk ableist. Kind of. I'm not sure why, but it is. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Do go on. Yeah, we we overshare a lot, and sometimes it's great, you know. But other times, yeah, it's it's a lot. And um, I'm definitely, I've been guilty of it. I thought you were going to say more, but alas. See, I wanted you to overshare. I wanted you to share more. Oh, uh, well, I, I I don't know. Like, I feel like we're very open about talking about um, things that others might deem as medical trauma, but we deem as everyday life. Um, I find that we are very open about talking about things that people would consider to be intimate and personal details about our lives, but with each other, uh, we are more open with, it. we're we're more open with each other, and obviously this depends on your relationship to the person you're speaking with. But I feel like, as a group, our ceiling for comfortability is like 
much lower. And I think that has a lot of benefits. I do think that there's a point where it's too much, but like, I know that I could walk up to someone with CP and like within 10 minutes of meeting them be like, so how do you put on pants? I mean, I wouldn't do that, but I could, you know? See, and it's actually really funny that you say that because I was once asked by this guy in high school how I put my pants on. And he was this non-disabled guy. And you want to hear two ironic things. Number one, he has a sister with a disability. Number two, he's now a special education teacher. He probably thinks about that. Like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I really hope he thinks about that because anyway, what a stupid, annoying question. But I think at the time I was like, I put them on like everybody else. But if a disabled person asked me, I'd be like, well, you see, I throw them on the floor and then I kind of like slide one foot in and then I like slide the other foot in and then I kind of do a little wiggle and then I do pull you actually? them actually up. Yeah. Is that it? Yes. And then in order to actually pull them up, I can't stand. So I have to like lift one butt cheek and lift the other butt cheek. And the funny thing is I'm like doing it right now while I'm telling you as if I'm actually putting pants on. But I find pants mostly overrated, so I've started wearing dresses. I agree. Pants are overrated. How do you put your pants on? Huh. I typically sit on the floor, and I put in one leg at a time. I put in my right leg first because I like my life to be more difficult than it needs to be because that's my better leg. And my left leg uh, has a hard time pointing straight. It's a little... Mm -hmm. I can't make that joke, uh, um, but it has a hard time pointing straight. And so it's harder to put on. And so I get like rug burn on my toes every day. But if I like very, if I concentrate a lot, um, then I can straighten out my foot and then I can put it on and then I lift my butt up and then I stand up. People who can put their pants on standing up. I'm like, dude, hell yeah. Like I, I envy you. I just wanted to say before I, I, I saw you make that face. Because I know you finished that joke I couldn't make in my head. And so did everyone else listening to this. But um, what I wanted to say was, do, you can't stand. Do you ever say that when you're like, I know you don't really insult people. But like, if I were you, like, the urge to say, oh, I can't stand you would be like, I don't know if I'd be able to contain myself. Like, I would be saying that to everyone who annoyed me. <laughs> like, oh, I think I, I constantly am like, oh, I, I can't stand this. And then I'm like, also, I just can't stand. And also, also you're ableist for walking in front of me. I literally, like, I can hear us argue that. Like, you'd be like, I can't stand you. I'd be like, you can't stand anything. <laughs> you can't stand anywhere. <laughs> See? Well, no, exactly. But also, you could get away with that. If it was other people, I'd be really annoyed. Yeah. I mean, I would, I, I, I of course I can stand you. I have very significant limitations with my jokes. Like, even with um my partner he knows my jokes now but you know at first I think some of them were confounding to him but now like my big thing is just like I'm disabled <laughs> I am too disabled for that um this is a bit over Sherry what um I yeah I, I I've never been in that situation so I this is just new this is cool to me to figure to find this out I if I'm him and I'm not disabled, I would feel very awkward laughing and also not laughing at your jokes that are at your expense. How did that work? Like, at what point did he feel comfortable 
like obviously now I'm sure it's fine, but like there must have been a a gradual like spectrum of acceptedness on his and your part. Oh, totally. I think um I kind of had to give him permission. Yeah, okay. In that I straight up told him like I'm going to say things about my disability and I'm going to joke about it and I just need you to roll with that, you know. I guess pun intended, but okay. I mean, now he he knows my go-to is like I'm too disabled for that. So if I don't want to do something before I even say it, he's just like, I'm disabled. Oh, <laughs> he knows. Yeah, but he'll also say that when I'm like, I can't lean over to reach this thing. And like, I don't want to get up and move. And he'll just be like, I'm disabled. And, but like, he's allowed to make that joke now because he knows exactly what's going to come out. I bet the first time he made that, he was like, here we go. Testing a boundary. <laughs> this could end bad. <laughs> oh, that's or like, funny. Or in my, my house all the time, like with my parents, you know, we throw around the word cripple constantly. You do, you do more than I do. Like it's, I've, yeah. to me, that's like, uh, I mean, it's great. But to me, it's like, oh, okay. These guys don't like each other at all. But like, obviously you do. Yeah, we we can't help it at this point. But also, like, my dad says it too, and it's fine because he's my dad. But if it was just, like, another person, I would be like, are you joking? That was offensive. So, yeah, I don't know. But I think in terms of, like, the oversharing, which is what you were saying initially, the thing that comes to mind for me is that disabled people are just generally, a lot of us at least, I think, more comfortable talking about i don't know like gross weird stuff you're absolutely right i am no i mean like i try not to do it but like if i know someone will listen oh i will go <laughs> like um i think too it's it's that i think a lot of disabled people and i'm i'm including myself as someone who used to be this way but has a podcast now um we're hungry for personal experiences of little things in our lives uh that that other people can relate to you and i have this show so we we do and then and before we had the show we would do it to each other and we still do it to each other and we will do it to each other for the next like you know 50 years but like my point is like a lot of people i think i'm not gonna say they don't have that but like for a lot of people who might not know as many disabled people like, it's just, like, exciting. It's like, oh, like, do you do this? Do you do this? And I think that's pretty cool. But I understand why that could feel like and come off as oversharing, overshare e. Yeah, but for me, it's, like, the solidarity and the little things. Like, I know you we were talking about putting pants on, but um, a friend of mine texted me the other day just to be like, do you know how long it took me to put my sock on? Like, she just wanted to tell me how hard it was to put her sock on. And then after that, she was like, and then do you know how hard it was to put my shoe on after I put my sock on? And I was like, oh, girl, I know. I was like, I think I literally texted back, like, I would actually rather join a nudist colony at this point than get dressed in the morning. Do you ever, uh, while you're getting dressed, speaking of oversharing, constantly or do you occasionally find yourself in a funny position that like, if someone were to see you in the position that you're in at that moment would look 
like ridiculous like i because I, I do like the way that i put on clothes every once in a while i'll you know i'll do something in a weird way that just makes it happen faster and i'm like man if someone saw this it just would be like wow humans aren't supposed to bend that way or like it just will look silly when i get dressed in front of a mirror i'm like yeah yeah what what <laughs> see i didn't know you were gonna say that but yeah it is yeah, uh, no, I'm like, that doesn't look normal. Also, I like, I do this thing with my arms where like I can twist them all the way around, like, like that. Ooh, ooh, I hate that. Ooh, I hate yeah. that. Ooh, no, are you? But are like, you I, I no, I think it's just like I have weird elbow contractures, and so. That's what happens instead of straightening my elbow. But, like, the point is sometimes I, like, rest that way. And then I'll, like, catch my appearance in a mirror and I'll be like, oh, <laughs> you don't look normal. I don't think I've ever seen you rest. That would freak me out. That was really, I mean, now that I know that it wouldn't, but, like, that is something. But you're also, you always say, like, when you catch yourself walking. Oh, yeah. I, I'm like, who, who the hell is that guy? Like, it's like, do I look like that? How do, has anyone talked to me? it's just like i'm a monster <laughs> and i don't even think i look particularly weird i just don't look at all like what i think i look like so like yeah. the, the 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 difference there is like, oh geez perhaps a word from our sponsor this episode is sponsored by able now tax advantage savings accounts for eligible individuals with disabilities are you ready to learn more about able accounts with AbleNow's live webinars, you'll discover the advantages of Able Accounts and the National AbleNow program. Hear directly from experts as they answer all your questions about this groundbreaking financial tool for people with disabilities. On the AbleNow website, you'll also find past webinars available on demand as well as savings tips to maximize your money on the AbleNow blog. These free resources will help you understand the ins and outs of tax-advantaged AbleNow accounts. Learn how AbleNow is helping eligible individuals in all 50 states save for the future without endangering certain disability benefits such as Medicaid and SSI. Feel prepared to start investing in your future with AbleNow. Register for an upcoming webinar and learn more about AbleNow accounts at ablenow.com. You know, this wasn't, this wasn't in the talking points, but their debit card is so cool. It has a notch on it so you can, you can pick it out amongst all of your other cards. That's your favorite talking point about it. I know, but I ha it's so good. It's I love it. It's a good little access feature. Here's a debate that has been going back and forth on the internet recently that has nothing to do with the topic at hand, but is related <laughs> to doing things, and I think we can relate to it disabledly. There apparently is a debate about which direction you face when you shower. Toward the water or away from the water. And it's one of those things that apparently the people who do it one way do not understand how anyone does it the other way. So I'm going to ask you, which direction do you face when you're in the shower? Well, first of all, I use the handheld. Okay. Well, <laughs> never mind. Second of all, though, right now, this is an issue because... Want to talk about oversharing? We're going to talk about oversharing. Okay. So... My shower at home, I like to, like, at my parents' house home, I get in um, sliding from my wheelchair from my left side. 
Then when I moved to my apartment by myself, I was also able to slide in on my left side. Then, uh-oh. Then we moved to my new place. The water controls are on the wrong wall, but I am too disabled to slide in on my right side. It, that's how ingrained it is in you that you say it's on the wrong wall. It's not on the opposite wall. It's on the other wall. No, no, it's wrong. I need the to fix wall. it. <laughs> yeah, no. So now I still get in left side first, but I have to do this whole like hokey pokey turn around, reach the controller, turn on the water, but I still use the handheld because I don't like the water just like aiming at me. Okay. Because I can't move away from it. Oh, true. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. You know, like when you're showering and then you want to get out of the flow of the water and so then you yeah. like take yeah. a board. Yeah. Well, you know what? So my you can't take a step forward. Yeah. This debate is ableist, and um, I'm right. Okay, well, and everyone my, else is wrong. My uh, answer is I face the water. Why? So, I I don't know. Because if you face away from the water, it's cold. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I just, that's the way I do it. Um, although it's funny okay. that you say, wait, wait, yeah, you got one? Oh, go ahead. What's funny? No, go ahead. I realized the other day that I get into the shower the exact same way. I don't do it particularly strangely, but I, I get in um, on the side that's closer to the toilet. For I don't have a reason to do it. It's just the way I did it the first time I did it. And I didn't realize how uh, dependent I was mentally on doing it that way until I had to get in the other way for some reason. I don't remember. And I just like, I did it. And it's not like it's any harder because it's not. But I just didn't know what to do. Like I had to like rewire my brain, even though it's just like the same exact motion. I don't know. It was very weird. Oh, see, for me, I have to like my body needs to do things the same way. Like yeah, literally no, I, I, the toilet is facing the wrong way. I'm just like, oh, well, this ruined my whole day. Yeah. Just got to get a new bathroom. No. Like, well, the apartment that we saw when we were looking at apartments was facing one direction and then they were like yeah you're gonna get this exact same unit uh, and then we i bet you are that and then the unit's facing the opposite direction but that is the exact same unit it's just flipped but like who's gonna think about that emily liddell That is actually, that would annoy me too, actually. I'm, I'm with you on that. So it's fine. I'm, I would say I'm over it. I'm not over it, but, um, <laughs> how did we get here? Right. Because oversharing. Yeah. Oversharing. We do it. What are other things that you do weirdly? Oh, I, I'm like convinced that I do most things very strange. I don't think that that's actually true. But like, I I cut my food weird. I use I use my non dominant hand. That's not the weirdest thing in the world. But I have gotten stairs for it. I use my left hand, even though I'm right handed. Wait, so you hold your fork in your non dominant hand or your knife? I hold my knife in my non dominant hand. But I also hold my knife in my non dominant. Yeah, no, I think you're correct. I I agree. I think that's right. But apparently, you're not supposed to. I don't know. I'm not like a proper dining person. But that is str- yeah. See. I'm making the motions and I She's can't miming, see She's miming, yeah. Yeah. She's never held a knife in her life. Um, 
what else do I do? I don't eat with cutlery. What are you talking about? Yeah, no, she doesn't. She's we we have a a little contraption. Put her food in a little bucket, strap it to her face. That's um, brilliant. It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, that, you know why? Because you could work and eat at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what? Because uh, you know nothing. What I would do. I know it's uh, yeah. What else do I, do? I? I I think I do get dressed funny. Oh, I brush my teeth weird. I totally brush my teeth weird. Okay, well, obviously you have to elaborate. I, I will tell you, but I just—it's something that I don't realize until uh, until I do. <laughs> you know, like normal people, you take your toothbrush and you like move your toothbrush up and down your teeth. I don't. I my 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 hand is like still, and I move my head like a dope. I don't know why I do that, but I, I mean, literally. I think I do that too. Yeah, you're weird too. Then I mean, like most people, like straight up, don't do that. Like it's, it, I don't think it's weird. I don't think it's weird, <laughs> but like it is. I think somebody once saw me putting on lip balm, and instead of moving the lip balm, it's easier for me to just move my head back and forth. Oh, okay. I don't do that, but I, I, I that to me is, I, I get it. Like I wouldn't do that, but I, I understand. I also. When I need to do something with my right hand, I hold it up with my left hand. Oh, wait, why? I just ever since I had surgery back in high school, like I've just like needed to support that arm when I'm doing something with it. When I hold a cup of coffee that has a handle, I don't use it. I hold it by the hot side. You know, the the side you're specifically not supposed to, the side the opposite the handle that so that you don't burn your hand. I'm like, no, I want my hands to be nice and toasty. So I hold it by that side and then I drink out of it. Is That's that not a disability why? thing. I don't know why. I mean, I think so. What about trying to carry a cup of liquid? Oh, oh my God. I can't do it. I, I am never more disabled than when I'm trying to carry a cup of liquid. I mean, genuinely, I am never more disabled than when I'm trying to carry something for, for whatever reason, I'm slightly better at carrying something with a no lid than carrying something with a crappy lid. I think it's because I can you focus. Mean, you are intentionally being more careful. Yeah. But every once in a while, like the, the coffee shop by my apartment, I'll say like, hey, can I get a small cappuccino? Can you put it in a large cup? Because I'll spill it. And they're like, yeah. And then they don't. Um, and then I do spill it. Did you it. hear... Starbucks is becoming more accessible, apparently. Cool. I don't know. They made some framework for inclusion, and they're making their stores more accessible. I mean, that sounds great. Let's see if they do it. What What's on the list of what's the... I mean, well, now I'm, like, doing their PR here. We all know that you're a... No, you, are you a Starbucks girly? You're not even a coffee uh, person, no. are you? No. 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 Like, well, when you say no, you're not like a Dunkin' girly, right? You're just like, you don't do that. I'm not an anything girly. I'm a chai latte girly. Updated point of sale um, with adjustable angle and customizable layout, voice assist, screen magnification, okay. menu 
item images, customer order status boards, power operated doors, optimized customer order lighting. status boards is going to be so that's going to be cool. I don't even, I'm I mean, not I a agree, Starbucks guy, but like, I that's, can't hear anything. And when people are like, Emily, I'm like, I forget my name. I genuinely think I this is totally off topic, but we can, we can, we can relate, we can put, relate this to accessibility. Starbucks is a hostile place if you're disabled. It's loud, it's sensory overload, it's everyone is screaming. There's no cohesive flow of information or people. It's, it's, it's just, I never want to go there. <laughs> No offense. Like the coffee, the drinks are fine. It's got nothing to do with any of that. It's just, oh man. So that's actually very real. I don't love going into Starbucks because I always feel like I'm overwhelmed and overloaded. Like I feel like they don't want me there. Like that's, the, I feel like they just want also, me to leave. There's always one single bathroom. And not like multiple bathroom stalls. And so if I have to go into a bathroom in a Starbucks, I feel very pressured because there is always a line for the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And that gives me so much anxiety. So. I, as somebody with P anxiety, I feel you. How's that for oversharing? I used to have that. I, I have it so much. I'll never forget this one time in college. I like... We were me and this dude were talking after class, and we had to both go to the bathroom. So we both went to the bathroom, and we were both keep talking. And I just couldn't. I like. I was like, "Hey, bro, can you like leave?" And he was like, "Are you serious?" I'm like, "I'm I'm so serious." I, like, I can't. <laughs> he he did. He was a cool guy, but I that was I hated that. No, I had something very similar um, in the hospital, like right after surgery, and they were like, "Yeah, okay, you're gonna need to like pee with the curtain, and like a bunch of nurses around you." And I was like, "Absolutely not! You will all leave right now." I, I literally, you don't understand how much I cannot do that. <laughs> like, yeah, being disabled. So I've weird. I've calmed down about that now, but I I'd like to believe that I have. I doubt that I actually have. I don't know. I say that now. You put me in a hospital. Actually, no, yeah, no. no. Um, when I was in the hospital, when I broke my ankle the first time, I did not pee for like a day. What is when you peed like the next day? Was it like just powder? Like did it? Like I don't understand. No, I disintegrated. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, uh, what was God. the point of any of this? That we're so the point. So final takeaway is we started this episode like, hey, isn't it funny how disabled people are overshares? Anyway, let's overshare for the next twenty eight minutes. <laughs> don't tell, don't tell me you as a listener can't relate. I know you can, especially if you're disabled. Don't sit there and lie. We know who we, we know who our audience is. I actually genuinely think that these are the episodes where people are like wow i feel seen because nobody's yeah, no, talking I, about this i agree what the hell is that <laughs> did you see that <laughs> uh dear listener a, a thumbs up just appeared on my screen i don't know how it... wait my my boyfriend was just complaining about this because he was saying that it shows up um 
he's a therapist and sometimes it shows up during therapy. That is so funny. I mean, not and if you're so him. Distracting. And yeah, I bet it is. That is okay. That's I'm <laughs> he sorry. Called like... me and he was like, can you help me try to fix this? Like, can we turn this off? And I was like, I know I'm, I'm really sorry. Like, is that an I can't Apple help thing? And this is so that that is so it's an Apple thing. That yeah, is not wait, let's see. Smart. Does this? Oh, wait. Okay, so she's doing it on purpose, and it's not doing it. All I did was adjust my butt in this chair, and it did do it. Oh, she looks so happy right now. <laughs> None of that worked. I, air quotes? Um, I don't know. It's I'll never get to do it again. Okay, well, that was a moment of silence on the podcast, but it was me just, she, like, she, dancing with my she, thumbs up. She looked... Yeah, that's exactly what she was doing. Um, anyway... Uh, my final takeaway is um, I don't want to say it's okay to overshare because like you got to you got to get somebody's consent to do that. But I do think there's value. Well, what if it's about yourself? Oh, no. Well, yeah, but someone might not want to hear it. But I do think I do think it's you shouldn't be oh, afraid to. Oh, you, you shouldn't be afraid like, to. I thought you meant like you need to get consent to overshare about another person. I was like, just don't do that. No, 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 no. no. Like, yeah, you you got to get someone else's consent to tell them the thing. Yeah. And I, I like, I don't mean you need someone's consent to like talk to them, although you should probably get that too. I mean, like if you're going to be very personally, you should probably make sure the person wants to. But like, my point is, it's like, I say that and I mean it, but then I do think there's value in it. If, if the person that you're talking to is willing to hear you. Because, like, you know, you never know. You might have a shared experience that you don't know about. I mean, I think for me, it's just the solidarity of, like, oh, I'm not the only one who deals with this nonsense. And I'm not the only one who has a hard time doing this or this happened and this was funny. And don't you think this is funny? And I don't know. Yeah. I think there's value in that. And also being disabled is ridiculous. Oh, my God. It is so it's we've said this before it's exhausting it's it's i would like to unsubscribe to being sailed yeah but like okay that's a whole other conversation have we talked about the fact that like i just want to exist in the ether as a soul with no, no body but perhaps we should okay great uh, no actually episode. actually you know what you're being funny, but I, I, I don't know if we've ever discussed a cure for various things, but I'm firmly, I have done a 180 on cures. I used to be like, no way, not for me. No, dog. Now I'm like, give it to me. I don't care. I will shoot me with a syringe of autism and 5G. Just give me anything you got. I'm I like, know, I, like my body, my body has had it. Um, we'll talk about that another time, though. Yeah. On the next episode of The Accessible Doll. And and might we say you look great today? I mean, you just you just mm, so good. Particularly you, Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy. If your name is Jimmy and you heard this, can you like comment or email us? <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. Bye. Ah, thanks so much for listening. See you next time. Bye.